Hello, my name is Monique Camella. I am a trauma-informed feminine empowerment, self-love and relationships coach. I created the Good Girl Unleashed podcast as a way to support you on your journey to liberating yourself from limiting beliefs, trauma, suppression, so that we can all come home and live authentically and unapologetically. I support my clients and my community with resolving trauma, releasing suppressed emotions in a safe, supportive way that allows them to reconnect to their authentic self and create a deeply fulfilling life and rich, nourishing relationships. I'm so grateful that you're here. Let's dive into today's episode. Okay, so welcome to the Good Girl Unleashed podcast. So I'm here with Jade today. I'm so excited to have you here. Jade has joined me for um, the Sacred Art of Loving Yourself and we've done some one-on-one coaching together. I know we've done a few other things together, um, but you've had some really truly incredible shifts. It's been like astounding and just incredible to witness and to support you on that journey. Uh, And I'm so grateful to you for being here today and sharing your story. I feel like it's so important to share our story and to really show others and share with others that it's truly possible when we commit to ourselves and we do this work and we take those steps um just what's possible is like mind-blowing and so i'm so super excited to really get into that with you and to share your journey through the sally program through the one-on-one coaching and yeah just really dive into your experience Oh, kia ora. Thank you. I'm excited. <laughs> You're so welcome. Um, so yeah, I'd love to know, maybe just kind of, if you'd like to share a little bit about how this journey began for you. So I know we started with like a couple of workshops previously and some like of my free offerings that you dived into. Um, I'd love to know like what was leading you into that? Like what were you searching for? What were you maybe, um, what challenges you were experiencing or what you were looking for? for at that time oh yeah so I've done a few programs previously I think the past three or four years I've been in and out of similar types of programs of having relationships with the inner child and um, just being more connected with your internal self um, and what goes on in your headspace And when I came to you, I was having a lot of difficulty with my relationship with my partner, Um, more so from myself as well. It wasn't anything that he was doing. It was just some hiccups and some feelings of um, just hurdles. Like we'd come to a point where we just couldn't figure out how we could overcome some conversations or places of where we were at individually and then how to come together. And it just felt like, of course, we loved each other so much, but our conversations just weren't connecting. We we weren't, we weren't, um, yeah, we weren't on the same wavelength of, of conversation. And there was a lot of triggers that I was experiencing and then also putting it back onto my partner at the time. And at some space, I knew that it wasn't, directly him but I felt like my brain kind of took over and was like this is his fault I'm the one that's the victim I'm the one that's deserving I was coming from yeah that victim mode space it wasn't uh yeah it wasn't very fair and I felt like most of the time my head just kind of ran the show 
mm. and little, you know, so many voices, so many voices that I felt like I was just being kind of yelled at from. But, um, yeah, so again, started the cacao ceremonies with you online and I felt that was my one space to feel really calm and just have all of those voices stop. As you know, it's your, your head can run so much where you just get so tired and you have no control of shutting them up and it can be very stressful. And, yeah, I know everyone else, a lot of, yeah, people have experienced that. But, yeah, that space was really, I don't know what it was. Of course, it, it was you. It would be your energy. It was the way that you held the space. It was the calm music it was it was all of that but for some reason my whole body would just switch off yeah and from there I just recently moved from Gisborne to Wellington to start um a job that was very I was really pushing myself for but it was just for one night a week it's the dancing and I was in a bit of financial difficulty but I attended another workshop of yours that had to do with triggers around relationship which just came at the most perfect time, it was a, it was perfect timing mostly because, of course, I was experiencing that in my relationship. But I felt that I, I had been asking for that. I called out to the universe, to my higher self, to whoever was listening, just to help me with what I wasn't seeing, help me with the feeling of being lost, and that came around, and I just, I intuitively knew I was like this is exactly what I've asked for. I have to pursue this. But there there were some barriers. Yeah, there were some barriers of I've never really reached so far to invest probably in myself. And I think that is what stops a lot of people, to be honest. And it was just an ingrained um, code in my mind of like, okay, it's money, (laughs) you know, and it's, and it's um, worth it because it's a whole program, right? But in that time, I had never really reached for a whole, um, like a long-term program in one-on-one coaching. This was very, like, foreign to me. So I felt I was in an uncomfortable space. But when I spoke to you, I felt really comfortable because you were giving me so many options of how I could work around my own situation and again, like naturally, I felt quite nervous because, you know, there were those voices telling me, like, you know, this isn't going to work, this isn't the thing. But I, I, there was also one voice saying, like, just the trust. It was trust. Like, it just came on so strong. Um, yeah, that 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 word trust, and so I went through with that for my first time and to be honest after I went on one coaching it was I could see you know why it's worth it why it's worth investing into yourself because everything else externally pays off Mm. in terms of you know my relationship with myself my relationship with my partner what I attract into my space because of the the internal mahi that we do together um but yeah, that's that's how it all came about, and the yeah. the difficulties I was having at that time. Yeah, yeah, I really remember that first session as well. It was incredibly powerful and really deep. It just felt like, yeah, you were so open and ready to just dive into that. Um, and I really feel like those 
um, times that we connected prior to this really supported um, that ability to surrender and really trust in that space. Um, I'm really curious to know a little bit more if you feel okay to share just around mm -hmm. like um, what you were experiencing within the relationship, like where those challenges really were of maybe there was something specifically that you were struggling to talk about or what exactly was triggering you, what was really going on there for you? Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely open that, definitely open that space because uh, this is my first, you know, long-term committed relationship um, where I felt very safe and very loved and I know that this is something I, I need to put work into. Um, but, yeah, I was having insecurity issues with my partner and we're also we're he's a bit younger than me so we're also in different stages of life like I know when I was um his age like a beginning of the year he's he's 23 but when I was that age I was traveling the world doing seasonal work being very loose unit and he is this very calm collected um very he knows what he wants knows who he is and, you know, to, to an extent to, you know, who, how we all know who we are, but he just seems very collected, yeah. But um, he, I just expected that he needed to experience those things of having this looseness let out to have that experience because I just thought that was the norm when I was at that stage. Um but no, he just showed his looseness in, in other ways. And I think there was a bit of an imbalance of where we're at because I was in a space of, okay, I actually want to really knuckle down. I want to pursue these dreams that I've been putting off hold in terms of my dancing and and do some mahi, doing some work that really challenged my brain, which I haven't reached for before. Um, and for him, he was in the exploration stage. So I definitely knew that I had to give grace and I couldn't, and I didn't want to ask for him to meet me where I was at so that we could pursue this journey, you know, stuck together. But it's like, no, I'm going to honour you. But it came with some challenges because well, financially for one and then for me there was some insecurities that came up when um, another woman came into Jacob's space, which honestly had to do more with a friendship between them. But because he is the type of male that is he's got such deep love such deep love for people that really triggered something inside of me when I witnessed that and and I initially threw it straight back onto him as if it was a fault and kind of guilt tripped and it was ugly it was really ugly and it was I knew like this isn't me <laughs> like I'm a I'm also a loving person I also have deep loving connections with my male friends but for some reason I wasn't part of me just was like I'm not allowing this and that felt really hideous like like it just consumed me a little bit it consumed my mind of I have to control this yeah. he cannot step out of this my safe zone for me and those are the rules yeah no, but that's 
Yeah, we explored a lot of that. Like, obviously, in the Sally, we go quite deep. Um, and then in the one-on-one coaching, we were able to explore this, like, on a more specific le- uh, level to what's actually going on for you. That's why I love mm-hmm. like, hearing these two because the Sally is an incredible program. You get so much out of it. But when mm-hmm. I get to meet you and just be one-on-one with you, I get to support you specifically what's actually for your needs. Yeah. yeah. And I know that, like, and I've shared this um many times on the podcast in other realms around like when that's coming up and we're noticing those triggers there's something from the past that's unresolved and something in our present that's reminding us of an experience from the past that's creating like a feeling of i'm not safe here so i need to control and the, the inner child kind of hijacks the system and it's like i've got to fix this or i've got to get away or like we go into that kind of fight flight freeze survival, survival. yeah yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there was a big fear. There was a big fear of losing my partner because I had I've had many experiences of losing exes to other people. And now doing to be honest this work with you, I can see that that's really rooted from my upbringing. I didn't have a mum that was present. I was raised by my single dad and she lived in a different state my mum. And she would, you know, bail on a lot of, a lot of like really important um, events that happened throughout my life. So I can see how that's kind of laid over into my relationships of being so fearful of my partners leaving because it's just devastation for my my little self, my, you know, my little my little Jade. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that that was the fear that was coming out really strong with. With, with my partner and the unsurety. And, you know, it's something that you said in your program of when you're in that space of being so fearful um, and you're trying to hold on for dear life, you, you just naturally push them away so much further because they cannot accommodate for your, your trauma, for your heaviness, for, you know, take, taking themselves out of the picture and just putting all of the energy into someone else like that's not it's not gonna work you know sometimes Uh, we can be subconsciously actually intentionally pushing them away not realizing we're doing that but it it's like sometimes it feels safer to push people away and have that distance and I know yeah. I've struggled with that of like, it's safer if I'm alone. It's better if I'm alone. Like, where is my cave to go back inside because I'm not safe here? And I so yeah. resonate with like um, my partnership with Liam. It's like, it feels like the first real, deeply committed, deeply loving relationship. Like, I had. That's scary. Um, yeah, I had like young love, but then when I was first heartbroken, I just completely shut down the heart, yeah. like not not safe. And then there was five years of like really struggling in relationship. And then meeting Liam, it was very unfamiliar to be with someone that was able to hold me in what yes. I was experiencing. Yes. And I feel like this is something you resonate with as well. And it was really wild to be with someone that wasn't like, wasn't taking my shit, but he wasn't throwing it in my face kind of thing. He was like, well, really kind of, just speaking directly to me, like when my insecurity yes. was coming up, he yes. was like, well, that's actually your insecurity. That's you. <laughs> yeah, but he was doing it in like a loving, compassionate way. Yeah. It's still hard to receive it because I've not had someone actually speak to me from that oh, no. emotional maturity 
place (laughs) and to actually like, oh, I've got to face this stuff. And it brought up so much for me. Um, But it also felt really unfamiliar of like, there's someone here that actually loves me, that actually accepts all of me, that can see the real me beneath all the layers and that is willing to be with me as I navigate all this stuff. And like I've shared before, when Liam and I first met, we were just on a friend basis and I was chatty chatty, like we were connecting, it was awesome. I was like, great, new friend I could just talk to. And we had plans to like, he was gonna help me out with my business that I was um, trying to start at the time. And this was before this business. And then as soon as we became a thing, I completely lost my voice and I couldn't talk to him. I was afraid to eat in front of him. I was just so like frozen and contracted. And it's like, he didn't actually, he didn't make it a thing. Like with everyone in the past, it was a big deal that I couldn't speak because it was weird and they didn't understand and they didn't know how to hold space for that. And I completely well, get that now. That as well, or, you know, I don't know, there's certain yeah. types of people, you know, that, I know, I know many people have experienced, can take advantage of that space. Yeah. And that's why you become even more protective of, you know, yourself even more because you can go down different avenues. And that's why it probably feels very foreign when you do and shocking when you have someone who's not bothered. Yeah. And then you do get that fear of losing them because you're like, oh, my God, I finally found someone (laughs) out of, like, the swarm of people that weren't able to love or see or accept or, like, hold me and, like, create security and safety. Now I've got one. This is, like, the magical unicorn. I'm never going to find one again. I have to keep hold of this one. Yeah, exactly. exactly. (laughs) You go into, like, almost this intense, like, intense attached neediness, Mm -hmm. sometimes clinginess. Yes. And that can be also like, oh, this is not safe because if I lose them, it'll hurt too much. So then we push away and there's almost yes. like a push pull. <laughs> that is that is the process. And I resonate so much with everything you've just said there. I'm like, I just had a bit of an epiphany of an old headspace that I was in during that time of yeah, while I was fearful and holding on, I actually didn't show him all of all of the emotions I was experiencing. So I didn't want him to have the power because, you know, previously I've had people that, again, do take advantage of that. Yeah. And I, I just assumed and I, and I kind of had this knowingness in my head that if I show him exactly how I feel, like how terrified I am, how insecure I am, how not, you know, not strong I am in myself, what reason does he have to love me because I don't I'm not as grounded in who I am and that's the person that I think that he loves and I've got to you know I've got to uphold that I've got to continue this facade of the person that he liked and also be very more I, I remember being so I think so much about oh he liked it when I did this when we met so I'm going to keep doing that attitude because you know I was extra when I first met him so I'm just going to Keep, keep up that facade yeah. but coming down to like the space that I'm in now and he's encouraged me you know so much throughout that period I'm not thinking about my actions my behaviors I'm letting it come out or or I'm thinking you know how to consciously respond if it's if it's a you know a, a deep conversation that we need to have but even if I say something and I need to reevaluate I'll just say it directly to him be like oh sorry that wasn't something I'd I wanted to say this is something more authentically that I want to say and that's a really cool shift that's come out of this is mm. I don't have to you know I don't have to uphold the the person that I think yeah. everyone thinks Jade is really cool for I don't yeah. I don't have to 
pretend that for anymore. In fact, the more that I'm doing this work, I'm becoming more staunch in like being all of it, like exposing all of me, like being the full naked, like I can be ugly and I'm going to own that ugly, but it's going to be authentic ugly. (laughs) It's going to be, it's going to be beautiful. And I'm going to be very confident and loving and knowingness. And that is my beauty and not shy away from it. Like I'm less, I'm less, um, I don't know, less confused, less lost, less just shy maybe who I am. I just, I'm going to put it out there. And if I feel the need that it wasn't me, then I will just not take it back, but I'll I'll just say it more authentically the following. Yeah, acknowledge it. I'll acknowledge it. Definitely, definitely acknowledge it. Rather than like burying it back into the darkness, which just allows it to fester Mm. and we become more fragmented from ourselves and then we're tiptoeing around trying not to let that part of ourselves come forth. Mm. And then it's like coming back to that piece around like, being parts of you or analyzing well he liked this so i'm gonna do mm. more of that and analyzing, maybe oh i God. felt like he didn't really like this or maybe i feel like others haven't liked this or i don't like this so i'm gonna hold that back and we become quite performative and we're putting on this like facade and these different masks and i feel like so many resonate with this like we hide certain parts that either we deem unacceptable or unworthy yeah. enough or we've received that message from our childhood or from past experiences or we've been judged, bullied, shamed, wronged, punished, told off, and that's Mm. all held in our system. And Mm. a lot of it's subconscious. We're not even aware of it. And I really loved this journey with you because there were so many light bulb moments of like the connections coming together of like, whoa, I didn't even see that. Um, And I think that's one of the beauties in working with someone because we're so in our own experience. Like same for me, I also need my own coach. And I I resisted that for so, so long. So I was like, no, I'm going to do it all on my own. Mm, Allowed myself to receive that support, which was so vulnerable. It was so healing. It was so transformative because we're so in our own experience that we can't really always see the bigger picture or other perspectives. We can get tunnel vision and we miss a lot of like the kind of those blind spots. Yeah. And it's also the knowledge that, yeah, yeah. The blind spots for sure, for sure. And the knowledge that I think that I know, but I, I actually really don't have that information like the information you've been giving me it's it's been a lot sometimes I need to hear it from you for it to actually sink in properly into my mind into my body for my whole world to be like okay whoa I've heard this but now I'm really hearing this and now this is really going to shift like I am ready I I feel like I'm at this um yeah in the space in the awareness of of actually doing something about it but yeah. connect with someone that's walked that path and mm. get where you're at and it's more than just kind of me saying like kind of talking about stuff it's actually like the energetic transmission that comes through with the information with the journey that I'm guiding you on it's that's like that embodied energetic transmission that I've already walked this path I've gone through a lot of this stuff and I know with the journey that we've been on together how much resonance there is for us and we like I know that you resonate a lot with my story and I'm like wow yeah I've been there I get this and we can really be in that's helped together yeah yeah that's definitely that's really helped yeah yeah easily because I feel like that's what a 
a lot of us need is to know that we're not alone that it's not it's not you that's broken that a lot of us are are experiences in experiencing this and having these challenges and are struggling through this but when we can come together we don't have to go through that alone and what I've noticed, um, which has been really, really amazing, and I've shared before, like I've been on this journey for 12 years, I've gone through a lot of my own stuff and I continue to go through my own stuff. But when I'm supporting others, they get there so much faster because like I said, it's that energetic transmission and I've done a lot of the fumbles and the falls and the mistakes, mm-hmm. figured out what works. And then I can just kind of, here, here's the fast track. Like, yes. the, like oh, oh my that goodness. Gift. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Rather than you trying to figure it out and having like the trial and error, which takes time, which is what I did for many years. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all go through that and there's a lot to learn in that. But when you do find someone that's walked that path, it's just like bomb, 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 bomb. Oh, it can happen. So yeah, it's a it's a fast tracking of it. Every I feel like we were lingering in that period, maybe for longer since last year. Just still trying to probably get to know each other um, properly. But this work, I feel like it's taken yeah definitely a few years into a few months since like July, right? Yeah, and I could, it's so noticed. <laughs> it's it's really noticeable and actually something that has helped is yeah the personal side of it so everything that you've just said um and the difference as well between other programs that I have done is I haven't done this one-on-one like you've been able to get to know me and identify my specific needs and past experiences that's probably why it's been like easier and faster to um get to the point where we'll get to the the direction that I'm wanting to go in and have all of the the gunk kind of melting away in the process of that. Yeah, that one-on-one support I've noticed for myself in my own journey, it's just, it's so transformative to have someone actually be there with you. Like the group stuff is really, really powerful. The community is incredible. But when you also have that one-on-one time where it's just us and I get to help you specifically what's coming up with you, it's just such a game changer um, and I can see how much you've moved through in a fairly short time like July it's only October now and how much shifts you've had like financially with like finding Find that, job. the, the right. dream job that you were looking for and the shifts yeah. in your relationship and all the ahas and I know we've done a lot of inner child work and it's just been absolutely incredible I'd love to like dive into that now if you're happy mm. to share a bit more about um, those biggest takeaways and those kind of big transformations that you've moved through, what's really shifted in your life since doing the Sally journey and the one-on-one coaching? Oh, my goodness. The the Sally, the Sally I'll go to the inner child first. Um, I, I feel like I've done a lot of work with my younger, like before seven, because um, I knew that that's when, yeah, obviously most of the coding has been done. Yeah. And I, in, in my first journey of doing that kind of work, it felt very uncomfortable. I thought like weirdo just trying to talk to some imaginary, invisible, you know, younger me. And it just didn't really, because I hadn't done it before. I was like, what, what is this kind of work? But the more that I just showed up for that, and tried and did a lot of visualizations. I felt like that's when she came to me and it did take a lot of time for her and I to become acquainted and for even me to visualize cuddling like young Jade and just, oh, my goodness, 
like I, I knew how powerful that that work was, but when we did the inner child work together, I feel like it has strengthened more more so it's it's looked like um it's strengthened in the visualizations more like I can see a lot when I'm going into meditative states with the Sally program that there's the the heart one but there's a heart meditation um which is a meditation journey and it is wild so wild (laughs) completely sober completely sober guys completely sober and I just feel like I'm in this avatar land of Papatuanuku, something that I really resonate with and I just I'm not controlling it. I'm not, I'm not thinking, you know, I'm, it's the whole having my head cut off kind of vibe where my body is just taking over with the sensations of the experience. And I am, and the smallest jade is just like more easily coming to me. But another big step has been addressing the inner teenager, which I imagine for everyone, but, you know, as women, especially as well, Depending on your experience, I, you know, there's a lot of suppression in that period. There was there was a lot of yeah performing. There was a lot of pleasing people pleasing. Oh my god, people pleasing other people during that time. And yeah, I hadn't I hadn't even thought about this work with the inner teenager. But I remember you got me to do an exercise of having three pillows, me in the middle, and then each pillow had represented each. The, of the children that wanted to come up and that's when the inner teenager came up in that space and you could oh my goodness I could feel the difference energetically emotionally of being with the younger Jay to the inner teenager she just felt cold she felt I like I didn't feel familiar at all it just felt very disconnected I felt very sad for her because I felt like I couldn't reach her I felt like she was just really angry and just felt very unloved very unloved and yeah I just there was so many emotional breakdowns as well as breakthroughs with you which obviously have been yeah very suppressed so it was mm. incredible to have you holding that space and I just really let it out, which was really nice because you were asking the right question. Like, you know, it felt like you were seeing what I was experiencing in my meditation and just being curious on what would be the next direction, which helped me just release a lot more that I didn't know that was weighing my emotions down and my my down. But since that, I feel oh, I feel a lot more calm. I feel a lot more calm when I come to in a teenager day. But I'm also in a space of honoring that this is going to be a slower journey, and that's something I'm really proud that I'm acknowledging. Like I'm not trying to actually get that done. I'm actually like you and I have my whole lifetime, but I know we will become really close. Very, you know, sooner than that, but. I'm honouring her for where she's at and I know that our relationship will strengthen the more that I continue the Sally program because it's, yeah. well, I mean, to be fair, that's that's how it, it's just been happening. Each week's theme, it's just been not fully resolved, but there's a lot that has been like covered in those weeks in, in the Sally program in general. But, yeah, yeah, it's been 
those windows. And the Observer, there's a module called the Observer that was a game changer. I think that's genuinely what's given me my confidence and sustained my confidence at this time is being so aware of, okay, I don't feel so, um, I don't feel so like I am being directed of exactly what I want right now. Why am I not being like that? I know I can be like that. I know there's this peace within me, which I've worked through in exercises with you, that lives inside of me and I can access that whenever. And then it's, you know, it's about the check-ins. So it's the work, but when you do the work, you know, it just, just it's a practice, the, the practice becomes a lot easier. It's just like, it's, I feel like I've replaced the thoughts of stress and anxiety and insecurity and control and the facade. Those have been replaced with mana wahine jade of conversations with my aspects of myself and just check-ins. And the second it kind of, you know, naturally like the mind throughout the day is going to dwindle off into another thought and if it's negative or cloudy or not authentic, I find it a lot easier to have a conversation with that. But it was mm. just being in that observer seat and be like, hey, what's that over there? And just kind of making a game out of it, making it fun, making it funny. Like that's, yeah, that's something I've learned throughout our one-on-ones actually. Yeah, bringing more playfulness in and curiosity yes. and compassion and loving presence. So it's like, yeah, it really feels like with your journey, there was a massive shift from that survival state into actually like slowness and compassion and expansion and thriving and abundance. Like it's been a massive, massive shift. But I feel like even just in that of like, we tend to get stuck in like beating ourselves up and yeah. criticizing and putting ourselves down and judgment, getting really caught up in the thoughts and the stories when we can shift that and really meet these different parts of compassion and curiosity and like hey what's coming up for you how can I support you that all starts to shift and calm down and open up to integration um, which really just means becoming coming back to wholeness mm, and those criticizing parts yeah of course that was also my brain hard out before but I feel like what you've done what You've, yeah, the way that you've shown um, is the relationships that you have with yourself, right? Yeah, you start questioning those thoughts of, yeah, your friend, if that was your best friend, how would you feel if she said that to you? Yeah. How would you feel if she told you that, nah, you're not, you know, you're not good enough, don't do that, oh, no, you look ugly, oh, you're fake, you know, just kind of constantly just, yeah, critiquing and judging. And that's when I felt really, like, vulnerable and my heart just really hurt because I was like damn of course I have I've been this has just been on an autopilot and I and I haven't really stopped to think like that's really mean and I don't want to treat like this beautiful vessel this completely capable able vessel that I have been gifted in this life like I don't want to waste the time just like bringing her down but yeah it just shifted that like frame of mind of Nah, let's 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 start like practicing the 
what you want to hear from your best friend, what I would say to my best friend, how I would treat with my best friend, like with absolute love, with absolute encouragement, with absolute like, of course you can do this. Why wouldn't you be able to, you know, look at you, amazing. Yeah. And even like any child, like how would we want to speak to any child? Like if a child is really upset, would we want to put them down? And like, would we ever tell a child you're not worthy, you're not good enough, you don't deserve this? Like, and that's another one I like to use of like, see your inner child as like an actual child. Like, would you actually, like, how can we meet them with more love and compassion and support them to feel more safe? Um, Yeah, it's so, so powerful. How do you, with all of like everything that you've gone through on this journey, how do you feel inside of yourself now compared to when you first began, like, or just before you began the journey? Oh, right now i'll say i'm so i'm very warm even on my like today to be honest i was feeling just low en- energy i've just started my ikara my my period and i was like feeling down and had a bit of emotional outburst on my partner but the difference now what just happened now is i had a little outburst and we both felt guilty and you could f- see that we were both withdrawing And then I came back and I'm like, oh, I feel really angry right now, but I know for a fact that was not for you. Like you are not the person I am angry at. And then I just alleviated what was on my mind and maybe traced it back to a few tiny things that would happen this morning. And then he would, now that I've, you know, been that transparent and open with him with what's happening in my body, what's happening in my mind, he can respond with, oh, wow, well, actually this is what happened in my mind and my body for these things that you've just brought up that have bothered you. And we don't take so much time to just get to the solution of how we really are. But back in, you know, before July, before July, if that kind of stuff happened where I projected my, just my emotions with my state right now, it'd be a lot harder to navigate because I'd throw it, He'd catch it and wear it and then I would feel the guilt of, oh, my God, I'm a shit person and you're looking at me like you're in a bad mood, but I'm, am I angry at you? It'd be this confusing back, like warping weird energy and we would just stay silent. Yeah. And we would try to come back together. We couldn't because the energy was just yeah. so held up and it's like, well, we haven't mended or come back to yeah we we haven't we haven't mended that that space then we just would gen, we just genuinely feel I could feel the lost yeah of my partner and then I was receiving that and then my head would go into whirlwinds of yeah. not knowing where we're going like how do we yeah. I don't know why I'm angry but you look angry now and why are you angry I mean we just didn't communicate <laughs> and when you don't know how to navigate that it just builds up and builds up and you get more and more layers over time and then it takes longer to move through it all and there's more resistance and there's often a lot of fear around taking that responsibility and speaking up and expressing and being vulnerable and and really acknowledging the part that we play and yeah I so resonate with that Um, But that's massive, being able to have those conversations and acknowledge what's actually going on um, and really honour your process without putting yourself down like, hey, actually, this is what's going on. And you can feel the strength. You can feel the strength instead of both of us feeling scared. I can see that I'm holding my own. Like I am 
I am feeling into my heart and I'm like, okay, Jade, I I know you're here, just you know, your emotions are all over the place, but that's cool because I've got you. I've got you at the first, you know, not not Jacob has got me first. No, I've got me first. Mm. I'm here. And then I can see that he's doing the same thing of, okay, instead of like trying to depend on her love because she's not really outputting it right now because she's in a state, I can see that he is like taking a moment being like, okay, I've got to resource, you know, be self-resourceful for myself. And I think that's probably what's allowed us to come together a bit easier instead of allowing that full-on energy to disrupt that opportunity of owning up to where we're at. Mm. But, yeah, it's the, I think it's the inner strength that we now hold on our own and that makes our strength together become a lot more powerful and, and easier to connect. And and obviously we've, like, I've, I've received that from, yeah, coming back. Yeah, you've mentioned a lot in your med- like meditations of um, having a resource within you, yeah. which which I've, you know, once you match a visualisation to it or a colour or whatever resonates with anyone, I feel like it's a lot easier to tap into as well now because yeah. I know that ex- it, 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 it exists. I know it's accessible. And yeah, it's anchored. It lives there. It lives there. And as long as I know that, no matter what state, anger, upset, if life just hits me, I know there's there's a that anchor there and I can just tap in and just think or feel and be like, hey, there's a little, there's a space here just to make you feel strong and to hold you. And that's on you. And that's you. That's all you. You've got that. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's so beautiful. And yeah, it's, a, it's, it's such it's such a sh- it's such a shift. It is such a shift from where the insecure space that I, that I was in, honestly. Um, yeah, it feels so liberating to me yeah. because it's like we've often been so controlled and swept up by our external experiences and the past experiences, and like you've been saying, like that whirlwind. It feels like we're so out of control. And that's what can create a lot of that anxiety and overwhelm. But when you find mm. center and you feel anchored in that and you've got your support systems, you've got the community, there's just such a level of strength and safety because at the end of the day, life's going to happen. We're not, we're not going to give yeah. all challenges forever and just yes. live this kind of enlightened life where we never experience yes, discomfort yes. again or challenge. But it's like when you've got this strength inside of you and these tools and these resources, the support systems, it's just a massive game changer. You know, like, yeah, th- life can happen, but I've got me and I've got yes. this. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Anything can come your way, but you've just got that little hack of, of dealing with it. You do because I think, yeah, exactly. That's why you feel so lost and empty is because you're not conscious that you you have that within you, that everyone innately has that within them, that they've got a little energy bubble or whatever that looks like, wherever it looks like, it lives there. And it's just sometimes having someone to guide you there to ask, to know that it's, it's, it's living or to unpack it. If it's, you know, if it's hidden, you find it and you feel it and it it doesn't go then, you know, once you've got it, it's like, Oh, 
I know how to feel that again because I know where it's at now. Yeah. Yeah, And you shift out of that survival response and you actually Mm -hmm. like, you can feel the the survival response kicking and you can feel the trigger or the reaction and you can hold yourself in that. Like, it's okay. I've got you. Um, but we all need support. Like, I don't think we're designed to do this. Oh, of course. We're, we're, we're tribal beings. We're, we're designed to be in community and to support each other. And that's of what course. I'm all about is like, let's share what we're learning and what we're embodying and rise together. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's what all my offerings are about is like, we're rising together. Like, I don't, I don't want anyone to get left behind. I want us all to just really come home and to have these resources. I feel like it's so, so important. Yeah, and of course it looks so different for everyone on, on whatever part of the journey that they're at in terms of getting that support as well. I know that my partner's on a different space and, and he would benefit a lot more from getting community at, at this mm. point. But, yeah, at certain times, I guess, yeah, that inner strength is, is you know, good for, I mean, it's good all around and good for the day-to-day it's good for everything, but community <laughs> kind of amplifies your strength because you can practice that as well with everyone in a positive, negative ways as well. Like, yeah, it, it amplifies you, your expression, your expression of that strength as well. And of course, like supporting each other. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> if everyone could see your face now i know we're on um on the podcast but like i can just see that light just shining through and i find a lot of people when they start this journey there's um there's often like a dullness when we're feeling disconnected and when we're feeling overwhelmed and stressed out and exhausted because we're stressing out so much and that takes so much energy when we're suppressing it takes a lot of energy um, and we've become a lot like really fragmented because we're suppressing different parts of ourselves and there's like this dullness and there's often like a sadness in in the face and then I notice those shifts like I can physically see them people start shining brightly like their skin is brighter literally like a light has been turned on inside and there's more of like the smiles and the ease and the relaxation you can physically see it um which is and a laugh yeah and, a, and actually <laughs> laughing I think just sometimes it does get to a point where everything is so intense and your trauma can be so in intense you know especially when you're dealing with it alone yeah but when you yeah when I've done the work with you and you see it for what it really is because you've had that guidance to be able to mm. really see that trauma oh my goodness the first time I really saw the weight and the oily cloak that it had on my heart and my soul for protection, I laughed. Yeah. I laughed because it was a little, it, yeah, it, it's 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 something that you don't even know that's been built up and that has made such a heavy thing. But once you, I don't know, something switches and you just feel this light and you just start laughing out of nowhere and it's like, yeah. whoa. This is all hilarious. Like, of course, of course, there is very meaning. There's, of course, of course, there's such, you know, heavy mummy of trauma that people have experienced that we as a collective experience. But sometimes when you see the root of those things and what they're covered by from what we've been rewired to in our early stages, you put the light on that, you're like, 
oh my god that's what's been protecting me and I haven't been conscious of it yeah and some of my favorite um parts to work with is like definitely I do a lot of work with inner children but it's like when we create a safety for them so we really support them to heal to come home to be seen to meet their needs and provide that safety and support for them they can go back to their playfulness they can go back to their innocence and the journey doesn't have to be so heavy because especially when we're carrying the weight alone and we're trying to navigate it alone it's so heavy it's so dark it's so gloomy and just like everything's weighing down on you but when you've got that support it's like that load lightens and when you can actually really see what's going on it's like oh i get it now i couldn't see that before and that that shining your light of awareness of like, I can see this now. I can see what's really going on. I can have more compassion for this. I can have more curiosity. I can be like, what do I need to support myself through this? What does this part of me need? It shifts the whole experience because we're no longer shaming and wronging and shutting it down and like, this is bad. This means this about me. We're like, oh, I so get it now. That's a perfect way. Yeah, you're right. It, it is. It's a the inner child. You bring the more playfulness to it. Actually, that's actually why I felt a lot lighter in these experiences and working through this work with you in the beginning. Of course, it would have just felt heavy and like was not going to go anywhere. Like I couldn't imagine it going anywhere positive or, or successful. Um, but it, it, yeah, it's the switch of when you meet your inner children. And the playfulness just comes to the forefront because, yeah, everyone knows that we lose it, that we need more of it in our lives, that that is a medicine. Yeah. And, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's that light, funny playfulness that that helps take that load off. Yeah. But I really like the way that you just said that. Yeah. That's perfect. That's what I meant. Yeah. And I feel like that's what children are really here for is their innocence their playfulness Uh, their lightheartedness how they can just express and then move on like I witnessed Theo my little one doing all the time he'll just like he'll have a cry and then he moves on like it it didn't mean anything about him he just he Mm -hmm. lets it out and then he's like all playful again like he can be literally losing it and crying and screaming and then all of a sudden he starts laughing at himself I'm like (laughs) What are you doing? Like, how did you do that? Share your wisdom with me, child. <laughs> it's so good because, like, they're not making it mean anything about themselves. Yes, and they're letting their body respond and pushing yeah. it out, shaking, getting the energy out, and they're like, "Cool, back on. We're yeah. on." Shake it, move it, express it, be with it, and have compassion for it, and just hold the space. But these aren't things that we're taught, and a lot of us are taught to suppress and like anger is bad sadness is bad this means this if i express Mm -hmm. it this way it means this about me and we learn to suppress these parts we learn that we're not good enough we learn that we're not worthy like these are things that we picked up along the way it's not something we were born with and that's what i feel like when we realize that on a deep somatic like body level we're like oh like i know i'm innately worthy and this was learned which means i actually Mm -hmm. can unlearn it and I yeah. can create a new empowering story, which I know we've done a lot of work with that with you. It's just been absolutely astounding witnessing your and, journey. And what you've like said just there as well, I think, yeah, with the developing those narratives and knowing that it's not from us, that it was given to us as well. I just imagine 
and see like this holding, you know, of a, of, yeah, like, you know, children are so good, you know, and they just drop it and then they go into the next present moment. Whereas we've now become so accustomed to holding and holding. And like you said, we've identified those emotions as negative and bad when really they're just another experience of our diverse range of experiences internally. And it's, and it's, we can experience it for that moment and then we could learn from children as well instead of the holding tactic that's just going to get built up and that's going to suppress and that's going to leave so much more work for later in life if if we're you know able to learn that early then we can just let go of it more easily and more fast but sometimes I genuinely think it can be hard to just be like okay I'm just gonna let it go like some people do that's why I needed this, to be honest. I didn't know the tactics of what do you mean letting go. My brain doesn't shut off. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. just let go. But once we get into practice with that, with some support in this space, then it becomes easier for that letting go. I think a big part of that, because I had the same experience, like what is surrender? What is steps one, two, and three? And I'll do those things. Like I was trying to control surrender, which like it's so contradictory Plan for it <laughs> I was like just tell me what I'm meant to do and it's like it's not a mind thing it's a body thing of that of that letting go but the thing is a lot of people perceive that oh I'm self-sabotaging I'm doing this thing that's not serving me but it's like well you wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't serving you in some way it's some form of protection most of the time Um, with what I've experienced with myself and all that I've worked with this there's a reason why we're doing these things it's not just because we want to be in pain and suffering like there's a part of us that developed this as a way of protection and when we can acknowledge like this part of us still is existing within us and we can be like okay what is the purpose of this why are are you doing this like let me know like let me in on what's going on and then let me show you how this is actually impacting me today because this is no longer creating the safety that I um, that it was maybe in the past. Well, back not, in the day, yeah. Yeah, I'm not feeling loved because I'm doing this, which I might have in the past, especially if we were doing something to please our parents. Get attention. Like, yeah, we maybe are experiencing the opposite now where I feel less love, I feel less accepted, I feel more lost, I feel more disconnected, I feel unsafe, I feel unsupported. And we start to show this piece from love and compassion, like this is how it's actually impacting me. And then we go through an exploration process, which is um, quite a process. I won't go too in detail here, but we actually guide that part to create new ways of creating safety, of feeling love, of feeling Mm -hmm. accepted so that it can let go of what it's doing because it now understands. It's like any child, if you actually speak to them, not at them, and you explain why and what's going on, they're more able to actually understand and process it and get on board. But if Mm -hmm. it's like, you're sabotaging me, this is horrible, this is not serving me, I just want to get rid of it. Working against each other. You're fighting yourself and you end up in this tug of war of this part's like, well, I still don't feel safe. I still feel like I need to do this. And then there's other parts like, no, that's not serving and there's this war going on. So we actually need to meet and have that conversation and that exploration with compassion and love and slowness mm-hmm. rather than just trying to dive into the deep end and pull like the root out like see you later it's like yeah I meet myself with love and slow down and not putting stress on it or putting yeah. pressure on it are you putting that key message into 
the group calls, which I think everyone just falls right back into at times. It's like, oh, and I'm a few weeks back on, you know, my internal mahi and my work. Yeah. Well, now I'm a failure. And it's like, hang on, hang on. <laughs> Wait, yeah. no, let's give grace. Let's let's yeah. give this the space. I'm a human being. I am deserving of, you know, not being allocated that schedule to get this work done. It's not about that. It's it, and that's part of the work as well, right? It's like when that voice does come up of like blaming and shaming and getting back at you, it's like, hang on, this is all a part of it. This is my module. Like this is the week that I'm on. Like this is where I'm needed at this time, obviously, because it's coming up right now. Let me like let me let me like take the opportunity to have a conversation with that. Yeah. That's 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 coming at me. And we acknowledge that these things are coming up to be acknowledged and to be seen and to be integrated. Then we can stop getting annoyed and angry at them. Like, oh, you're back. You're coming up again. I thought I'd dealt with you. <clears throat> and like, oh, this is frustrating. And it's like, yeah, it can be a really frustrating process. Allow yourself to feel whatever's coming up, but then get really curious that that pressure is coming up because that's something that actually has we've been doing for a long time. And now we get to meet it and choose if we want to keep going down that path. And if not, let's explore it. Let's unpack that. Um, so there's just there's so much inside, Sally, and I know we could yeah, be talking yeah. all night about all the different things and all the shifts. Everywhere. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah, there's, it's such a, a powerful journey. And what I love about that journey is that it does take you step by step so you don't have to kind of guess, like, well, what do I do next? Where do I go next? Yeah, it's, really, it's very guided, very yeah. guided. Yeah, and it's like, okay, let's start here. Let's warm ourselves up rather than diving into the deep end. It's like baby steps, like getting the toes wet and creating that deep safety and building your foundations so that you can do this deeper work. And that's why we have the support systems in place, the community. Mm -hmm. And I know that's like, that's why I also wanted to bring the one-on-one coaching in so that you're supported every step of the way. And when the stuff starts to come up, you know, like you're held, you're supported. We've got um, you. Just got like so important. Doctors. Yeah, I'd love to hear about um, like your experience with like the community um, aspect of it. I am in love with the community that I'm in. So it seems like we're in our slots of when we've started the program, roughly. Um, Obviously, obviously, sorry, there is the that there's Facebook community pages for Sally program for yeah, the embodied women. That's for the the Wahine page. Mm-hmm. But the specific group I'm speaking of is with um the Sally program that I'm in and seeing their messages. And I can it is such a diverse group of women, even in terms of age, and so much that I'm learning about of what stages or experiences that, that they're having and how vulnerable they are able to be. And then for me to see that, it does make me feel more encouraged. It's like, I just want to share because I can see and feel within me that what, what, how open they're being, being about their, how vulnerable they're being and how they're sharing their difficulties, like the really hardcore difficulties that they might have felt shamed about. I can relate to that. And I think there's just constant sharing circle of, we can break down the barriers and the thoughts of, oh, this is a shameful thing or I'm going to keep this inside. It's just an opportunity to, it's just an outlet. It's an outlet of things that, you know, if you don't have a partner or maybe you just don't want to like 
tell your partner of your things for, at times or if you just need someone to have a chat to about what you're going through and obviously they can very much relate to what stage and program we're doing. It's a lot easier to bounce back and forth with solutions and and, gu- and like even guiding to different sections of like bonuses and maybe other threads as well if there's something relevant that someone's spoken about. But it's just, it is a beautiful supportive place. It is, it's something that I want to work on contributing more to because so impressively everyone is, is very active on it. Mm. It's a very active group page. Um, but, yeah, I also really enjoy, like, the, the reflections, like the, the consistency of reflections, that's a practice in itself because that gives you a map and and – goals of so you don't have to repeat patterns and loops as well I can clearly see that from the people I've been watching post in our group page yeah is that accountability and yes yes and seeing like you're not alone like others are experiencing what you're experiencing and it really like I find when you when you hear someone else is going through something similar, they've they've gone through something similar. There's like this weight that's lifted. Like, oh, mm. it's not just me. I'm not broken. Like others are going through this, and we can actually support each other through that. And I feel like it's another piece that amplifies the journey of you move through things so much faster because yes. you're in it together. You're not yes. suffering through this alone. Like, what do I do? Like, am I the only one? that you actually feel so supported. It, it's such yeah. a powerful part of that. And seen. And you feel seen. Like, I, I don't know, I because I, I do read a lot of it and I and I usually respond back of like, that was a really cool quoted or that was a really cool take on this or really good, um, yeah, share on, on yeah. there. And I imagine because I know that I, I feel that way when, when someone acknowledges something that I've said in those groups you just feel like, whoa, this person has actually just taken the time to read my piece and what I'm going through and they are, they intentionally just, you know, say, giving me some encouragement or giving me some advice. It's Yeah, it's the same thing I feel like is a big deal. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you so, so much. I'll start to wrap up now. Um, I'd love to know if there's any other, like, really – big shifts or biggest takeaways or things that you want to share and um, and voice and then what you might say to someone else that may be struggling um, with what you were experiencing initially and what would you say to them or um, if they're thinking about jumping into Sally or some one of the other offerings, is there anything that you would say to them? Mm. I feel like in terms of what I've gotten out of this, just something that's been powerful. I think I've reclaimed a lot of my own power on how I speak to myself back. Like I really have no doubt on my strength right now. And that's something that I did. (laughs) I didn't feel anything. I didn't even know what that, I didn't know what that felt like in July. And that really makes me feel very emotional and grateful and again, it's only happened in a few months. But if I was speaking to someone that was considering this or is having a rough time and, and needs 
some guidance. I really appreciated how you handled my case, Monique, in terms of where I was, you know, it, it usually has to do with sometimes financially or maybe people are just kind of shy to reach out. Mm. But I just imagine that there was a block and I knew that block was stopping me probably, yeah, for protection. But I knew what was on the other side of that block was everything I needed and I just needed to visualise and remove it and know that if I just contacted you, if I just contact you and just check in and be like, hey, these are my needs, this is where I'm at, even if you're feeling a bit shy about it, just be honest because you take it really well yeah. in terms of like accommodating for people on um, what they need, what they need yeah. and for different offerings as well. Maybe it's maybe it's just the one-on-one coaching, maybe it's your other programs, like it's just reaching out because, yeah, you, it's not a one-way street for you, which has yeah. been really helpful to get me here. Yeah, and I feel like that's something that's so important to me and I feel like when people have that courage and that willingness and that openness to reach out and share with me what's really going on, what do you need, what is like some of those blocks or those fears because a lot of it's either often financially whether we don't whether we're struggling financially or whether we're like this is new to invest in ourselves like do i deserve this i feel guilty about investing um there can definitely be those financial blocks but then there's also like will this work for me and i can tell you that this will work as long as you show up you do the work you share what's going on like communication is such a big thing and i know that that can be challenging but i've also been there where i could barely say hello to someone yeah yeah when i was started dating leanne like i've had those challenges and i feel like something with me is really because i understand that and i get that I do have a way of creating a safe space of like all of you is welcome. Anything you need to share with me is welcome because when you share with me, I can support you and I know um, what path would be best and we can explore that together. But I need to obviously know what's going on, but I've got a lot of compassion and understanding for how challenging that can be. Um, But I have a way of like making things more digestible for people and like, hey, what if we tried this? Like, what if we massage this so it actually yeah. works for you rather yes. than stretching you too too much like let's find what feels good for you in this moment yeah and so one tip that i definitely want to recommend to everyone monique has so many free offerings or intro workshops that those alone can really help and even following those over time, when you really feel called, if you do need some time to to feel into if this is for you, take advantage of those because that is what led me here. So I'm grateful for that part. That that would help. Thank you so much. And this podcast alone, like I pour so much into it, and there's so much here um, to get you started as well. And Uh, even just hearing your story I feel like there's so much in here that can just support people so thank you for bringing your energy it's always amazing to connect with you it's been such an incredible journey and I feel like it's not over Um, I feel like we're going to be staying connected and yeah seeing where this takes us next Um, I'd love to know like maybe just to kind of finish off like what are your next steps on this journey and, and what's in store for you 
Well, for one, I was just before you were going to finish. I was going to say, from, since having a, a life coach, having a coach, that is something I want to keep in my realm for, for for the very foreseeable future because of the changes I've been able to make for the for the potential I've seen in myself and for the limitless I've seen for my path. Life coaching, million, yeah, million percent. Um, I I'm definitely going to pursue more of my passions, things that have been coming into my life since doing this work, which is the aligned mahi, my passion in dance. I feel like there was always a cap to that in this old space that I was in. But since being with you, it's like there is an endless, like I could go far, very, very far, you know, that I don't see a limit anymore. It's like I, there is no limit and I want to pursue that. I want to pursue those, those. And, and obviously in the internal space, just, continue having these relationships with myself, my other aspects of myself, and then showing up and sharing that, just sharing my presence with others because I know other people can see the difference in me now. Mm-hmm. I've had that experience with friends that have been like, what's happened? Because you seem you seem very just here, present, here, conscious, here, confident, and I feel when I interact with others and they feel that there's a healing in that because yeah. I've, I've felt that with you. I've felt that with people that have come to this stage on their path. But um, And I'm also inspiring them to come into this, <laughs> this healing space as well. How good is that when others actually see the change? Like it's like, uh, whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and not only that, but when they see the change and you also know you know, you you have a knowingness of yeah. this isn't something self selfish or yeah. something that I'm, you know, having a that I'm um, just being over the top of pushing myself out there about. It's just a it's a it's coming from a very deep love. It's a deep deep love. But yeah, it benefits I'm benefits those around you. Hey, like- yeah, yeah, because I can see it rubs off on people. My partner, yeah, you can see my other relationships. I can see that they are becoming lighter because energy just rubs off, you know. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, it will just spread, spread like wildfire. But, yeah, that's so what's it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Manny. I really appreciate you having this conversation. I appreciate everyone that's listened to this episode as well. I know I've really enjoyed your podcast episodes and topics and it's just, yeah, I feel very expanded when I hear other people's stories because, like you said, you you can see what's um, what's possible for yourself. Yeah. It just opens everything up of like, if they can do it, I can do it. And I truly believe that. Like, yeah, if I can do it, you can do it. If you can do it, they can. Like, it's it's just incredible to to see when you show up for yourself, when you do the work. It's mind-blowing what's actually possible. Like you said, like, there's no limit. You You, it's like you're already limitless, but you're just remembering that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you're releasing what's kind of created the limitation so that you do step back into that limitlessness. So that's what's available to everyone that's listening. Um if that's if that's what you desire and you want to take those steps, like I truly believe it's possible for everyone. Um I think we're more powerful than we realize. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Completely you so so much. Thank you. Have such a, a nourishing time. conversation. I'll talk to you soon thank you so much and thank thank you to everyone who's been listening Um, yeah always appreciate 
those that are, are showing up and listening to the podcast. It's such an honor. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Good Girl Unleashed podcast. If you are loving this content, go ahead and subscribe to be notified of upcoming episodes. Please leave a five-star review to help me get these powerful teachings and practices to those who need it. If you would like to submit a question or would like to know more about how we can work together, send me an email to info at So much love to you, beautiful human. Until next time.